Every week, I try to pick a subject with secrets that a lot of you have sent in. And there are so many on this subject that we're going to make this a long-running series, I think. That's right. This week, we're talking about sex, baby. We're talking about you and me not getting sued for singing this song in a podcast. Stick around for this episode of Socrates with me, your friend Danielle. is not a licensed anything, even though she thinks she is. Hey! Please take her advice at your own risk, physically and legally. And we be talking about adult stuff, so listener discretion is advised. What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Socrates. Now, as you heard in our opening theme song, we're talking about adult stuff, and this week is especially that. We're going to be talking about sex this week. I've gotten so many secrets from you guys with so many different things about having sex, the stigma around sex, all these different kinds of things. So I've decided to split up this subject into a couple of different episodes. The first one is Sex Baby Confessions. Now, some of these are honestly something I would blame on the public school system in terms of sex education, and some of them are just plain crazy. But they'll lead into the other chapters that we're going to have on this subject. And if you've ever thought, okay, I have a sexy secret, but I'm scared to send it in, let this alleviate your fears. There are quite literally a hundred secrets about sex that I've been sent over the time that I've been doing this. So you are, and I cannot stress this enough, not alone. If you have a secret, please tell us and we'll make this a nice long series. I love talking about this kind of stuff. Who doesn't? So let's do it. Let's jump right into our very first secret. I used a banana as a dildo. Um, this feels to me very like American Pie vibes. And I'm kind of here for it. It's, again, going back to what I said about (laughs) the public school system sex education. I grew up in rural Virginia, where the options were basically what you saw in Mean Girls. If you have sex, you will get pregnant and die. There is no in-between. You either don't have sex and you are a perfect angel who will go to heaven, or you do have sex and you're going to die. Full stop. There's no in-between. And it leads to things like this. Now, I have so many questions about that. First of all, what ingenuity to be like, you know what, that banana, that banana is hot. Let's go. I do have questions in terms of like, did you wear a con... Did the banana wear a condom? Did you have a condom? Was that even a thought process? Probably not. I'm thinking too far into this where if we've resorted to the fact that this fruit is going to be it, we're probably not putting a condom on it. So that's a very interesting thought process. But also, uh, the second part of this secret is really the kicker. When I was done, I cleaned it off and put it back into the kitchen. Wait, so you had 
the wherewithal to think this is still a perfectly good banana. If anything, it is a better banana than when I found it. And it is ready to be eaten in many different ways. Aunt, could you imagine? I want to know which member of your family was the one that ate your sex banana. It's really important to me that I know. Uh, if you could give that banana to anyone in the world, who would it be and why? Please sound off in the comments on our Instagram. If you had had sex with a banana and then could give that banana to anyone in the world, who would it be and why? Ooh, you might be thinking it doesn't get much wilder than that, but you would be wrong. There are some crazy confessions to go through today, but the next one seems to be the exact opposite of the person who used a banana. This one says, I've spent over $250 on sex toys during the pandemic. And to that I say, good for you. Like in my best Jessica Walter impression, just hmm, good for you. Because everyone deserves that kind of companion. Also, like, if we're going to get into the science of it all, masturbation has been proven to alleviate pain, anxiety, stress, depression. Like, it literally, an orgasm will do your body well. So I am so pro buying these sex toys if you need them. And during the pandemic, it also alleviates the need to go and find a partner who maybe isn't wearing a mask or might have COVID. This seems to be like something you did for the good of the world. You benefited the world here. Not only did you buy sex toys that you needed and deserved, but also you potentially stopped the spread of COVID. That's what I want you to tell yourself. This money was used to slow the spread of COVID. Oh, a hero, truly. Now, this was sent to me and it seemed to feel like that number was an explosive number. And I want to tell you, it's okay to invest in things that are going in and around your body. So when you choose to buy a sex toy, first of all, buy it from a reputable dealer, um, or you know you can buy it on websites, you can go to stores, not really so much now, maybe now you could go to stores. They, they seem like they should be essential. And you want to, first of all, don't be afraid to communicate with the people that work there. Tell them what you're looking for, what you want, what feels good. It's good. Honestly, that's good uh, practice for communicating with your future partners. Find out what's going to work for you and your body, what you're looking for, and then invest. Don't worry about, you know, the price tag. If you can afford it at the time, do it. Because it's the same as anything else. If you buy a cheap pair of flip-flops, that little, you know, between the toes thing is going to rub you raw and then just break in half. And I cannot stress to you enough that that's exactly what will happen with very cheap sex toys. So invest. My mom always told me to invest in things that like I was going to put on my face. And I feel like I should love my lady area the same way. So invest. You know what I mean? Now, it's kind of crazy to talk about something like that and then shift to the place where I feel like all of this really should have started, Sin City. The next confession on today's Socrates episode is, once when I was in Vegas, 
I snuck away to have a threesome. Now, the kicker here is that this was a family vacation. They took a family vacation to Vegas with their parents and in the middle of the night snuck away to have a threesome. And that is some royalty shit right there. I am so impressed and so proud. This is always, you'll find this very quickly, this is a sex positive space, always. And if you're going to go enjoy Vegas the way it's meant to be enjoyed, this is the way to do it. Nothing says, mom and dad, you enjoy that slot machine. I'm going to enjoy a different one. Goodbye. It's just also crazy to me that this is something that is so, was sent like as such a taboo. Like, oh no, I went and I had sex with more than one person. And my parents were in the same city. I want you to feel liberated to take care of yourself, especially when you're out on vacation having a great time. If your vacation is laying on the beach and not talking to anybody in the world, oh my God, obsessed. Honestly, kind of same. But if your idea of a vacation is I'm going to sleep my way through this city, be safe, protect yourself and others, live your best life, do it. And this kind of seems like the best of both worlds. Best of both worlds. Honestly, this podcast episode is going to be brought to you by the future lawsuit of me using all this copyrighted music. Okay, so kind of the opposite of Vegas and this, you know, sneaky threesome that they had is something that makes me a little bit intrigued to know the story behind it. This secret is, I lost my virginity at 31 by accident. Okay, let's break this down a little bit. I lost my virginity. Virginity is such a social construct. We're going to talk about this in another future episode that I have planned out that's about the stigma behind sex. So virginity is very much a social construct, but go off. Then at 31, I feel like there is such a stigma to have like lost your virginity young. Like I remember being in high school and they were like kids running around where they were like, I had sex at 14. And I was like, oh my God, where was your mom? What is happening? Not that I'm going to shame anybody for like what they're doing, but like that seems young to me. And I also think that like the idea behind your first experience shouldn't be an age or a time. There's not like a time limit on it or whatever. It should be about when you are comfortable with somebody that you're comfortable with. So if it happens at 31, it happens at 31. The thing that really intrigues me about this is by accident? How? Did you? But, hmm. I always hear, you know, the idea of like, what did you do? You slip and fall on it? Did you slip and fall on it? I, I'm very intrigued by accident. I don't know if that means, because I feel like when people say, oh, it was an accident. That can sometimes be, like, if we're talking about, like, um, an early aughts, like, sitcom, it was an accident. It's like, oh, we've been having a crush on each other and we flirted for three seasons and then we were alone together at a bar and suddenly it happened. It was an accident. 
So is it like that kind of accident? Like you were cognitively aware that you were going to have sex with this person, but like, I didn't plan to have sex with that person. Or was it quite literally like, I was running through the room and then I just tripped on the edge of the carpet and next thing I knew, whoopsie. I'm, I wanna know. I'm very interested because accident has such an interesting whirlwind of options. And the longer I think about this, the more comically it comes into my mind. So big fan of this being shared with us this week. What I love about secrets like this is for the most part, everybody has a secret about sex, whether it's that you've thought about sex. Everyone's had like a sexy dream about somebody they know or it's something that you've wanted to try but you've never gotten to try or it's this kind of like stigma behind a certain kind of sex or something that's happened to you during sex. There's always something that can be brought back to this mindset or it's that you don't enjoy sex or you're not attracted to anyone or you don't feel sexual feelings. Those are also secrets or confessions, thoughts that come back to the idea of sex. There's, it's kind of a universal thought or a universal experience in, in a lot of ways. But I also feel like it's something that's been so stigmatized by society that we feel like we shouldn't talk about it or we shouldn't have these secrets, you know, or if, if you have sex, something horrible is going to happen or you're suddenly less worthy or more worthy or something like that. There's all of this crazy societal pressure to feel some type of way about sex. And I'm here to just try to normalize that for a second. We have so many confessions and secrets in our multiple platforms where you can submit secrets that are about sex. So much so that when I first sat down and thought about how I was going to approach this podcast, I thought I'm going to have an entire season of this show be about sex. That's how many confessions we have. So you are not alone. And whatever you're thinking, if you're thinking right now, well, oh, but Danielle, I can't tell you my secret. It's too scandalous. The scandal that I have in my inbox right now could make Lady Whistledown blush. It's truly, truly insane but in the very best way. And I encourage all of you to lift that stigma away from your life and just embrace how you're feeling. And if by embracing it, that means having somebody talk about it, like right now, or talking to somebody you know and trust, do it. Because I guarantee you, you're not the only one that's felt that way. And you're probably not the only one in your close, intimate friend circle who has felt that way or experienced that thing. Like I said, everybody got a sex story. But sometimes those sex stories get a little terrifying. And to end our episode today, we bring you this confession. When I was younger, I used my mom's hand mixer with a sock over it. You guys, when I saw this secret, I feel like my body swallowed itself in horror. Because in my mind, I immediately went to like the attachments, like the actual blade mixer part. I didn't, I imagined someone putting 
that blade thing into their body. And I was horrified. It felt like I was in whatever the newest installment of the Saw franchise is. It was... uh, I think I had nightmares. And then my mind went, no, wait, there's that vibrating part that makes the mixer do the mix thing. And I was suddenly less horrified. And actually, it was truly genius to think about that. So sometimes you will say confession and people will immediately think you tried to maul the inside of your body. And still, I will accept you just a little more horrified by it. So whatever your sex confessions might be, whatever you're thinking you might do next, tell me about it. Because I'll be here waiting for more Socrates. Thank you guys so much for listening. And remember, you all deserve pleasure even if it comes from yourself. See you next time on Socrates with me, your friend Danielle.